Prayer is the most powerful thing we can do in our days, but all too often it gets drowned out by the noise around us. But what if the noise in our earbuds could help us tune out the noise of the world and instead tune in to our most important conversation? That's why we're here, to bring you inspiring conversations, practical how-tos, and guided prayers to help you pray like you never thought possible. I'm Valerie Warner, and this is Prayer in a Noisy World. Happy New Year, everyone. I am so excited to share this episode with you guys. Um, As y'all know, this is our big time of year as journal users and journal creators. um, If you have our rhythms, this is just a fun time to get started. And we have loved seeing y'all's photos, hearing what you guys are excited about and how you are prepping. Um, But today we're going to hear from four different journal users about their experience, what God has taught them about prayer, how they have grown and um, even thoughts on what to say if if you guys are on the fence. If there's anybody out there who has seen our journals and um, has just wondered if this is for them, we hope that this kind of helps offer some clarity to you. Um, but let's dive in to those interviews. It's going to be four separate conversations um, that I hope will inspire you today. Okay, tell us your name and a little bit about you. My name is Hannah Broom. I live in Alexandria, Louisiana, so I live about an hour away from uh, where Valerie lives. Um, I work at a marketing agency. I live with uh, my husband and our little dog. She's a little poodle. And yeah, over the past few years, I've just really tried to grow more of a relationship with God versus just kind of something that I check off my to-do list. And my journal has definitely helped with that. Yay. Awesome. Um, what frustrations led you to want to try the prayer journal in the first place? So definitely getting distracted because, um, whenever I was younger or before I started using uh, the journal, I would, um, just pray, you know, typically whenever I got in bed at night, you know, and just a million things were going through my brain. And so, um, Now that I use the journal, I can actually sit down and just tangibly, you know, write things down. And that really helps me, even if I might not go back and reference the prayers, which a lot of times I do, um, it just really helps me stay focused to put it down on paper. Yeah. Um, How long have you been using our prayer journals? Um, So... Whenever I, whenever I heard you were going to ask me this question, I went and pulled out my box that has all my old journals in it. And uh, the first one I found was August of 2014. So it has been, um, wow. I don't know, what is that, eight years? Yeah. What yeah, is that? So. It, yeah, it, it will be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which was really cool because uh, in that journal, um, like my sister's oldest son, um, you know, who is like, I don't know, he's older than that now, but maybe it wasn't in that first journal. But anyways, in some of the journals I looked and it was just like my sister and her husband's name. And then it was like baby, you know, like she had just found out she was having a baby and we didn't even know the baby's name. And now he's nine years old. So I thought that was really cool. Oh, that is, that's it. I mean, and to think like, you know, I don't know, just the, the, that length of time, you know, cause I, I forget that it's been that long. Sometimes I still feel like, oh, it's been, a, you know, four years of praying like this, but man, just to picture how it'll be, um, years from now. Like, I know we have so many people who are like, Valerie, you cannot stop making these journals. Um, I need them for life. And yeah, I, I feel the same. <laughs> yes. Yes. For sure. How has using the journal helped your, you grow in your prayer life? 
so definitely consistency. Um, and that is something that I'm still, uh, you know, trying to be even more consistent in prayer. Um, but it's just something because I'm definitely like a type A person that, um, you know, I go into my guest bedroom every single morning and my journal's there with um, whatever devotional I'm doing at the time. Um, and just being able to consistently go write my prayers down, look at my prayers. Um, and yeah, just being able to have that consistency. Yeah. What has changed in your prayer life over the years? Um, so much. <laughs> if I look back on um, my prayers whenever I was younger, I was definitely a person that prayed every single day, but mm-hmm. it just looks completely different. Um, so a lot of times it was very much just checking off that to-do list, you know, saying my prayers in the morning, saying my prayers in the evening, saying my prayers before meals. And now I can say that my prayers are so much more intentional. Um, something that I try to do is every year during Lent, I try to add something else to my prayer routine, because if I just say, you know, I'm going to start with, you know, X, Y, or Z, and then double that, you know, in a week, it's just not realistic. So every single year I try to really devote myself to adding a little bit more to my prayer life each and every day. I like that. I like, I like that marker in the year. Like you said, like, it's not, you know, we can get so overwhelmed trying to add in too much, but to just kind of think every year around Lent, like this is what I'm doing. Um, I really like that. Would you care to give examples and you don't have to answer this if if you don't remember, but Care to give any examples of what those things have been over the years? Yeah, for sure. Um, So the funniest thing, so I am 30 right now. So the first thing that I remember, um, so I've been doing this obviously for a while, um, but whenever I turned 16, I made um, like a commitment to myself that every single day when I, you know, right then it was me going to high school. um, But when I got in my car and went to school that the only thing I could do in my car that morning was say prayers, listen to the Christian music, Christian podcast, whatever that might be. Um, and so, you know, here almost what, 14 years later, I'm still doing the same thing. Um, it looks different now cause I'm going to work and not school. Um, so starting each morning with prayer, um, and then, you know, more recently it has been, you know, spending X number of minutes in the morning, just in my quiet time. Um, using my prayer journal was one that I did, you know, back in what, 2014, um, adding a daily devotional, um, specific prayers to that morning routine, um, adding, which I use my journal for this as well is, uh, putting three gratitudes every single morning in my journal. Uh, I'm trying to think of what the other things were, but that's, that's that's a lot of examples. Yeah, no, that's plenty. That's great. I I think that's just helpful. Like if somebody's like, okay, what does this mean? I think that that totally fleshes it out. Yeah. Um, and I didn't even think to ask, which are you using the rhythms or the signature journal? I I get them confused. I'm right now I'm using, it says it on the front signature, but I'm switching back. I'm switching back to the rhythms for 2022. Yeah, that's awesome. It, yeah, it is interesting to see. I, I, I've heard of a few people doing that, whether they're like just in different seasons, if they know 2022 is going to be busier, they are going to the rhythms or some that were thinking about the signature and didn't get it. And now this year, they're like, okay, I'm doing signature this year. So yes. um, I love having both options depending on, you know, whatever, whatever you need this year. So For sure. um, that's awesome. 
What is something you're learning right now? To pray specific prayers, which has been a big stretch for me. Um, And honestly, um, two things really led to that. One is your book and how you really encourage in your book to pray for specific things. Um, But also, I just, I mean, I guess this was just like a miscommunication in my part, but just previously, I just thought, well, whenever, you know, God says he wants us to pray for our will, that that means I just need to be open to whatever he says, and I don't need to restrict him and, you know, pray for anything specific. And, you know, I've learned over the past few years that you can pray for God's will and pray for specific things, and that doesn't contradict one another. Yes, that I'm really glad you made that point, because that is something I know we've had questions about that before. Like, how do you pray specifically and pray um, for God's will? Because, yeah, it's like, how do you do that both? But but you can. And I think it just requires us to hold those specific prayers loosely, but to still pray them. I know Felicia Masonheimer has talked um, a bit. She might actually have a blog post. So if you search Felicia, Felicia, we might try to find that and put it in the show notes. But I know she has talked about specific prayers. And um, so if if anybody out there is struggling with that too, um, you might check that out. What would you tell somebody who is maybe on the fence about getting our prayer journal, any prayer journal, if you know, we know it's easy to feel like, okay, I am tired of buying products and thinking they're going to do something. Um, what would you tell somebody on the fence about, um, our prayer journals? Um, so two things, one, um, I mean, the cost that you're spending on a prayer journal is just, it's so like, as cheesy as it sounds, it's, it's priceless. I mean, just being able to put, pick up, you know, my box when I was, you know, prepping for this interview and just being able to look at all my prayers over the years, like that is the most priceless thing that I don't care if these journals were $200, like I would buy them every single year because it is just that valuable to my relationship with God. Um, I mean, I understand that not everybody has $200 to spend a year, but it's just the most, um, and obviously they're not that expensive, but, um, it's just, so relevant and so perfect. Um, but the other thing I would say is that I personally don't think I use them, the journals the way that everybody does. And so Mm -hmm. if you look at it and you say, well, this journal is not for me for X, Y, and Z, don't look at it that way. Like the journal can be customized to meet your needs. Like there is a, a template and, you know, prompts every single month to help you. Um, but you can use it and kind of, you know, change it a little bit so that it works for you. So me personally, I am not one that fills out the whole journal in the first of every month because I, if, when I tried to do that, I would get to like the fifth of the month and I'm like, Oh my gosh, I forgot. Like, Oh, well, this month's over and move on. And that's not the goal. The goal is just to be able to share your prayers. So, um, over the first like week of every single month, I slowly go in and fill out each mm-hmm. section. So maybe in my quiet time, I feel out one section one day, the next section, the next day, so on and so forth. Um, something else that I really, really like using my journals for is whenever you tell somebody you're going to pray for them, how often do you say that? And then it just literally goes in one ear and out the other. So I try to be so intentional that if I tell somebody I'm going to pray for them, I go in and write that. As soon as I get home, I put that in my journal and intentionally pray for that person. Oh, I love that so much. And I, I think that's really helpful that you share that, Hannah, because there are um, 
there's just so many cool ways that people are using it. And I know that's something I love about the Facebook group, um, getting to see how you guys use things, how you decorate them and make it fun. Like it's all black ink. And we do that because that's honestly just my personality to like something very clean and simple, but to see you guys add so much to it, even in just the color and the way that you, um, have it visually laid out is just really cool. But, um, I'm so glad you spurred that thought on Hannah. Um, well, thank you so much for sharing. I've, uh, it's been, it's always so fun to get to see you guys share and share, just share with us how this has impacted you guys. And to get to share that with other people today is really cool. And, um, I just appreciate you being here. Yes, of course. And I mean, just a genuine thank you to you because, my prayer life, and I'm not just saying this because I'm talking to you, but my prayer <laughs> life would not be the same if it wasn't for um, your guidance and your journals and um, all the, the tools that you share with us. So thank you so much for that. Oh, thanks, Hannah. I appreciate you saying that. <laughs> You're so welcome. Tell me, what is your name and where are you from? My name is Katie Hilbert, and I am from Cleveland, Ohio. And what frustrations led you to want to try a prayer journal? I think it was actually more excitement than frustration that led me to want to try the Mm -hmm. prayer journals. Um, I've always been a journaler and I've always loved to capture my life in journals. So the idea of being able to capture all of my prayers in one place was really exciting to me. And I was excited about the possibilities in that and seeing how God would show up in that place. Yes. I love that. I love that. Just to know that it was, it's not always a negative thought, you know, like it it can come from just an excitement. Um, How long have you been using our prayer journals? Oh gosh. Um, what, what year did you start making them? 2013, like September is when they first came out. It might have been like 2014, 2000, I think yeah. it was 2014. So I started with the six-month version and was using yeah. that for quite a few years and then switched to the yearly format a couple years ago. Nice. If, if I saw your, if I saw what cover your first one was, I would probably be able to tell you. you. Know. <laughs> yeah, I have yeah. all my stacks of those in my I, nightstand. So yeah. It, it, is su- it is such a privilege to get to see the stacks, like you guys, when you share that, and that's one of my favorite things, especially about the end of the year or and beginning of the new year is seeing that it's just overwhelming, um, your faithfulness to prayer and your faithfulness to like keep using our products, which is just always yeah. humbling to see. Um, okay. Let's see. So how has using the journal helped you grow your prayer life? It's definitely helped me to pray more consistently. Um, but it's also helped me to have greater visibility to all the ways that I've talked to God and connected with God through the years. Um, I think too, it's also helped me expand the type of things I pray for. Mm -hmm. The prompts have really helped me to do that and kind of look beyond my own personal, like immediate concerns or wants and needs and think of different people and different things to pray for. I love that. I love that you said also the visibility of it because, you know, I know I have a journal for the girls and whenever I write something down in there, like a mem- like something that they did that was silly, whenever I write it down, there is a piece that I have to know this is not going to be forgotten because it's written down. Mm-hmm. 
and how cool that we get to like look back at our prayers and know like not just be like yeah I remember I prayed that day but like I know what I prayed for and I know what I was what what I was feeling and all that yes absolutely just reading through them sometimes takes me back to that time and just thinking about who I was and what I was learning and how God was speaking to me it's really powerful yeah so so this is kind of a slightly different question or like similar question but what has changed in your prayer life over the years like um the, the whether it's answered prayers what you've seen God work in um things like that yeah i think um part of it is is that idea of expanding what i'm praying for but also and i think i've heard other people talk about this too but just it's a great connection point to others to ask mm. them what they need prayer for and so i think knowing that i have that section in the prayer journal is a reason to reach out sometimes, or it, it kind of prompts me to think of someone and ask them how they're doing. And then even to look through the answered prayer section. And, um, even when I'm kind of discouraged about personal prayers and sort of what I feel like is happening there to be able to see what God is doing for my family and for my friends, um, has been really cool because I think, kind of going back to that idea of expanding what I pray for, the answered prayers are expanded as well because then I'm seeing the fruit in more than just my own life, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. What is something that you're learning right now about prayer? So one um, big thing that I feel like I'm learning right now, and it actually applies to all areas of life, including prayer, is to kind of shift my focus more to the journey than the outcome because I can be very focused on the outcome of something um, that I'm doing or hoping or praying for rather than opening my eyes and my heart to what's happening in that current moment. Um, So for example, like asking myself, what am I learning? How am I growing? How do I see God in this situation? And then shifting to pray for those things. So Um, to give an example, um, I'm single. And so dating is something that I pray for a lot. And it's also probably one of the areas of prayer that I get most frustrated by because it seems like my prayers are the same all the time in that area. So by shifting to think more about the journey than the outcome, I can pray for um, having fun, like going on a fun date or connecting with someone new and just learning their story, um, rather than just praying for that outcome, that desired yeah. outcome. I love that Katie. And I think so many people will be able to apply that to whatever. Everybody has something that they feel like they've been praying for forever. Like yes. I know for me, it's my health. Like I feel like I've gotten to a point where I'm just like, I don't, even I have trouble believing that it can ever change. Yes. And, um, so it's, it's a hopeless feeling to feel that with God, you know, like, I don't even know if this could ever change. Um, but to just reframe that and, and for me thinking like, okay, well, just thinking about the journey of it, like uh, there, even though God hasn't moved in that he's moved in so many different areas of like, I've grown a lot in not needing to be comfortable about everything or like whatever it is. So I think like there is so much to pray for besides the result that you are aiming for. What can we pray for along the journey of that prayer that 
we've been praying for a really long time. So yes, I, yes. I really appreciate you sharing that. Thank you. Um, tell me what is, or in what ways do you long to keep growing in your prayer life? And this is a question that we ask all of our guests because it's just fun to see that the journey of prayer, like you don't arrive, you're, there's always something that God is growing in you next in it. So what, what is that that you're hoping to grow next in your prayer life? Absolutely. Um, so one thing I'll say first is that um, this has been kind of a season of quiet and wilderness in my faith. And so I just say that because I know there are other people out there who may, might be feeling the same thing. So my prayer life has looked differently in this season because it's been quieter. Um, you know, my, sometimes my prayers are shorter or, you know, maybe all I can do is write down a few gratitudes and, and talk to God in that way. Um, so that's part of, um, my faith journey and, and just knowing that I'll continue to grow and come out of that season and be stronger for it. Um, but in addition to that, I would love to continue to shift how I view prayer and how I come to the Lord in prayer. Um, again, going back to that idea of outcomes and, and getting frustrated. Um, I would like to continue to grow in the way that I use prayer as a means of connecting with God and knowing him more so that I can see him moving even when things don't look how I want or hope that they would. I, I long to partner with him about the things that I'm praying for and the things that are on my heart and, and know that he's in it with me. And so I want to grow. Um, I want to grow in the way that I look for God to show up in my prayers and in my life. And I, and I hope that that would build my faith and my prayer life mm -hmm. in new ways. Yeah. And I mean, that just speaks to a maturity, like as our prayers mature, we look less to like, you know, God to just answer, um, even good answering, even good prayers, but like that relationship, I just feel like, um, I just, my prayer for you is that I pray God blesses that so much with, um, with a connection to him that is, refreshing, especially like you said, you've been in, um, like a drier season. My prayer is just yes. that you would just feel refreshed by his presence. Um, mm. but thanks for sharing yeah. that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay. So Katie, what would you tell somebody? Um, we, we know there's probably listeners who think, okay, that's really great that this product has been helpful for you, but what would you tell somebody who is on the fence and maybe unsure that this could work for them. Yes. I think, I think sometimes we're nervous about trying things because we don't think that we'll do it well or that it will, um, or we're worried about making a mistake. You know, I'll be very honest that I have some months that are blank and mm -hmm. I could let that be a reason to just stop using the journal. But instead, um, I would say to someone that it's an invitation to connect with God and it can be messy. Like, and sometimes I'm writing all over the pages and I'm writing the margins. And, um, I would just say to give yourself permission to do it imperfectly because showing up imperfectly is better than not showing up at all. Yes. Um, and that's been something I I've had to do in my life, like a lot in this season of, of wilderness is no, like, I'm showing up imperfectly and it's okay. And 
there will be fruit that comes from that. And so that would be my encouragement to anyone who's on the fence is that you don't have to do it perfectly. And you, you probably will miss a prompt or a month or that kind of thing, but you know, you'll still be showing up and you'll still be able to see God moving in that. Yes. I love that so much, Katie. So uh, just to piggyback off of that in my very first prayer journal that like, it's basically the proof there's no design on the cover. Um, I used it very faithfully before Vivi, Vivi was born maybe for the first month. And then the second month is like almost blank. I don't think I used it at all. And it is amazing that like that feeling of like, oh, I didn't do it like this. So it's just basically like I should just scrap this mm-hmm. is such a, you know, like, I mean, honestly, our enemy just wants us to like give up on things. Yeah. And, you know, it, I, I'm just thinking for myself, if I had let that month be a point where I just gave up, my prayer life would be radically different and yeah. non-existent. <laughs> or not non-existent, but it would just be very, um, probably shallow and just, you know, only uh, come to God whenever things are bad. But, um, oh man, you made me think of one other thing. Oh, the Bible verse that says we do not have because we do not ask. And, you know, if we, if, if we feel like it's worth it to not try at all, like, that, um, that's, that is a lie from our enemy as well, but not saying people have to have the journal, but just uh, try, do, do something differently yeah. through your prayer life. Absolutely. And, and God meets us where we are. And I think that's been something that I even just this morning was thinking about, um, as I was thinking about talking with you is just how, you know, we're all at different places in our seasons and our lives and our faith and our prayers, but God is a personal God and he meets Mm -hmm. us exactly where we are. Yeah. Yes. Oh, well, Katie, thank you so much for joining me today. And, um, I just appreciate your encouragement to me and my prayer life. And I just love hearing these stories of, of people of what God can do with paper and a spiral or, or no spiral, (laughs) you know, like (laughs) paper and a pen and, um, and God is so good and faithful. And I pray somebody is encouraged today. Maybe somebody who, maybe they've tried the journal for a month and then they didn't do very well. And then they, they will be reminded to pick up. It could be five years old and they might pick it up and just say, I'm going to give this a try again. So, um, appreciate you being here. Yes, thank um, you so much for having me. It's, I'm so grateful for your products and for you and and the ministry that you guys are doing. It's really amazing. So I'm happy to be here. Well, Katie, tell tell everybody where they can find you if they'd like to follow along. Just hearing more of your story of, I'm I'm not sure how much you share about the singleness or anything like that, but I'm sure there's some ladies out there who'd love to um, be encouraged by you. Yes, definitely. Um, you can connect with me on Instagram. That's mostly where I am these days. It's at a place to dwell. Awesome. Well, thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. Tell me your name and a little bit about you. Hey, I'm Katie. I am from Australia. I run a business called More Than Wildflowers, which stocks Valmarie paper Yay. products as well as many others that are really hard to access in Australia. They're either um, really expensive to ship or sometimes you can't even ship them here. Um, So that's what I do with my time when I'm not looking after my two little kids. I have a four-year-old and a two-year-old and 
yeah, I'm very blessed to raise them with my husband, Adam. Awesome. What, what frustrations led you to want to try a prayer journal in the first place? Yeah, there were a couple of frustrations that led me to trying a prayer journal. For one, my mind just jumps between thoughts and gets so distracted. Um, the idea of writing down my prayer points and being able to look at them when I start to lose the train of thought seemed like a really good solution. Um, I've also always been a bit of a writer, and so putting pen to paper is very helpful for me. I do find, too, I talk to people and I say, I'll be praying for you, but then I'd leave the conversation and forget about those prayer points. And, you know, I genuinely wanted to be praying for them regularly, but my memory Mm -hmm. would fail me, and so I was just keen to be able to try using a prayer journal to be able to keep my word and to care for others um, well through the act of prayer. Yes, I love it. How long have you been using our prayer journal? Well, I actually first heard of your prayer journals when my dear friend Kathy was pregnant with her first child in 2018, and she had mentioned she wanted your pregnancy journal but at the time you weren't shipping to Australia. And so I took that on as my mission to be able to gift this seemingly impossible to get pregnancy prayer journal to her. Um, And I ended up finding a small US stockist who was happy to send me a copy. Um, And that was one of the seeds that sparked my passion for making your products available to, um, to people in Australia. And Then it was actually in the initial stages of starting my business, More Than Wildflowers, in 2019 that I first got my hands on my own copy of the um, yearly um, prayer, not pregnancy, (laughs) prayer journal from you. Um, And so I've been using the Rhythms Prayer Journal ever since, and I also used the Pregnancy Journal um, last year as well. Yes, yes. Oh, well, thank you for sharing that. How has using the journal helped you grow in your prayer life? Using the journal has really helped me with those frustrations of distraction and remembering to continually pray for others. I really enjoyed prepping each month. I I mean, I really do enjoy (laughs) prepping each month and spending time thinking about the needs of others, not just my own. Um, Sometimes I'll send out messages to friends and family to see how they're going and what I can be praying for. Um, The journal has also helped me to take note of the ways that God has been answering my prayers, and I'm able to use them as reminders to keep drawing near to him, especially when prayer feels too hard or he feels so far away. Um, The evidence that he is near is what pulls me out of those feelings of hopelessness. Mm, Yes, I love that. What has changed in your prayer life over the years? Growing up, I had spent a lot of time asking for what I desired from him rather than confessing and praising him. And so the balance was just way off. Mm -hmm. And over the years, I've learned the importance of praying to him in reverence and repentance, as well as petitioning my request to him. Oh, oh, I love that. Thank you. Uh, I feel like that is something that is is always unexpected to hear because, you know, the journal itself doesn't like teach you anything, but it's just that as we continually pray, like God is the one who is training our hearts in prayer. And, um, and it's just a testament to how much 
the power is not in what we're doing in the journal as much as it is putting us in a position of being with the Lord and in his presence. And that's what's changing us. What is something you're learning right now? Yeah, I think I can safely say that this year has been the hardest of my Mm -hmm. life thus far, Mm -hmm. Um, having lost my son and also my mother-in-law within a couple of weeks of each other. Um, And throughout it, I have been learning what it means to lament. Um, I've been learning not to filter my prayers um, to what I think I should say, but instead um, respectfully sharing my honest thoughts and feelings with God, knowing that he can handle my anger and my grief and my doubts. Um, I've been using my prayer journal to write out my prayers in a way that I just spill out my thoughts um, without filtering. And when I do start to filter, um, when I start to think, oh, I could say that better or write that better, or I think, oh, I can't say that, um, I stop myself and I just write down the original thought that first came out. And it's really helped me to process those deep feelings, which are hiding under the surface. And sometimes I'm not even aware of what's going to come out. Um, And then I'm able to give them over to God. And um, it's also been really helpful in that, um, identifying the sin in my heart and then being able to repent of it as well. So after years of feeling fearful that I might say the wrong thing to God, I am finally coming to realize that God isn't easily offended. He loves me and wants to know me. And in fact, he already does know me inside and out. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, why do I try to keep my innermost thoughts and feelings to myself um, when actually he is the one, the only one who can help me in my deepest needs, um, deepest times of need? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much for that. Um those are such hard lessons and, um, it it's, I don't know, it's just, I feel like it's cathartic, you know, um, to be able to, to do that with the Lord, um, and not have to hold that back and not feel like you have to hold that pain and that hurt back. In what ways do you long to keep growing your prayer life? Yeah, I'm longing to grow in being expectant Mm. to hear him. Um, I do love it how you put in your book, um, in pray, sorry, pray confidently and consistently. Um, We're not leaving voicemails. We're in a conversation, and I do really feel like my prayers are often leaving a voicemail and then moving on quickly to the rest of my day, just assuming he'll answer me one day, and you know, one day I'll see the see what the answer is. Um, And so I really want to be able to slow down and quiet my voice to hear him more um, and have more of him and less of me. Mm -hmm. I love that. What would you tell somebody who, you know, it's the start of the new year and maybe they know they want to pray more, but maybe they've, you know, felt like that. They feel like that every year. (laughs) And what would make this year different? Um, What would you tell somebody who's maybe on the fence of like, okay, but, you know, we obviously we are selling a journal that we think could change people's lives. But I would love to hear from somebody who has, you know, been in that position of probably seeing a product and wondering, oh, I don't know if this will do anything. But you took the leap and you've seen, seen God work through it. 
Um, all that to say, what would you tell somebody who's on the fence about it? Yeah, I think, you know, something I tell, um, my friends and my customers at More Than Wildflowers is, you know, how often are we spending our money on things that are just so fleeting, um, you know, they might end up being thrown away in a year's time. Um, and when you're investing in a prayer journal, like you're investing in, um, in your faith and, you know, time with God and something that's eternal. It's not just, um, yeah, it's not just this temporary Mm-hmm. Um, material thing although the journal itself is material thing you know you're investing in that faith and relationship with God and so um you know I really see it as you know something that should be made a priority um investing in your relationship with God and um in terms of you know whether to try it or not I feel like you have nothing to lose like it's just um it works differently for everyone. I found, you know, mm-hmm. my, the first year I tried it, I, you know, filled out maybe half the pages. And for me, that was really hard because I'd look at the blank pages and see that as failure because I didn't, you know, I didn't fill out all the blanks. Um, I wasn't using it to the fullest. And I've learned that it's just, you know, it takes time to form that habit. And, these prompts and this journal is a really helpful way to start forming that habit and making it a priority in your life um, and to be able to expand what you're praying on. So things like, you know, that world and nation prompt, you know, often I'll pray about my family and friends requests, um, you know, I'll pray about church, but then I'll forget to be praying about people on the other side of the world or you know things that are happening um that are outside my own little bubble and so I just love that the prayer journal allows us to be thinking and praying more about the world that we live in and um yeah the creation that God has made yes well I I love that you said that you know that first year you know filling out half and seeing those empty pages because we, I know I experience that uh, whenever I'm using a product of just feeling like, well, I don't know if I got everything out of it that I should have because of these blank pages, but yeah. I feel like I'm hearing more and more the pe- it's not a matter of, oh, there's some people who just, it works for right away. And some people it doesn't, it's the people that it worked for kept going after that point. So I think that's just super encouraging to anybody. There was probably people listening who have been using the journal for a year off and on. Maybe they bought one last year and, you know, feel like, oh gosh, I'm, I failed at that. I'm not going to try that again. And maybe it's that you don't buy a new one and you just use last year's and you just start up again and try, try again. And, um, yeah, I just, I think that'll be encouraging. (laughs) Well, Katie, thank you so much. Um, I wanted to say too, oh, yeah. sorry. No, go for it. <laughs> I was just going to say too that, you know, last year I used my journal and, you know, on and off my habit wasn't great. Um, and this year I started off in January and so January was when my, my son was born and he passed away and it actually just formed this really great 
habit of writing out prayers in a time that I was struggling. Um, and so, I'm sorry, my little one's just coming. Um, <laughs> I'm able to look back on those times that um, are otherwise a fog in my mind. Oh, yeah. And um, you never know what's going to happen in the next day or the next week or so. And so being able to invest in something, being able to invest in something um, where you've already got that habit. So then when, you know, the suffering does come or the hardships come, um, you've already got this solid um, habit in place. So I'm really thankful for the prayer journal um, for that. Thank you so much. I appreciate you sharing that. Well, um, thank you so much for your time, and um, I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. So lovely to chat to you. Tell me your name and a little bit about you. Hi, my name is Amanda Nevins. I am a wife. I am a mother of four children. I homeschool those four children, so I spend a lot of time with my kids. I um, love to garden. I love... um, teaching and studying God's word. And I love to be outside as much as possible. Nice. What frustrations led you to want to try a prayer journal? So I would say it was mostly a lack of consistency in my intentional and focused prayer time. I will, I will often just pray throughout the day, you know, quick prayers if someone sends me a text message or whatever. But when it came to times where I really wanted to sit down and really focus, I was lacking in that area. And I would often, and this sounds so terrible, but I would often forget if someone were to tell me that they needed me to pray for them and if I would say I would. Um, and then I would end up not doing that. And I felt so horrible. So this has been a... A huge help for me in that area to be able to look back and say, oh, yes, right. That's exactly what this person had asked me to pray for. So I love that. We actually had somebody else mention that. that that's one of those things that over the years I didn't expect to be such a <clears throat> like something that benefited people. But it is it, it's always cool to know that like you guys are, you know, I say you guys and I include myself in that. But like we are getting better at praying for other people because we're able to just you know, no, we have a, as silly as it sounds, we have a place to have it written down and it's, it's just made easy that way. Yeah. And it's even helped me with my children. I know oh, yeah. I don't actually always ask them, what do you want mommy to pray for you? Because obviously I see needs, um, but just so that I don't just get lost and just pray generally for them. It allows me to be very specific in what I'm praying for them, uh, each month. I love that. How long have you been using our prayer journal? So in 2022, when I start the new one next month, it will be my sixth year. Wow. That's awesome. I had a friend introduce me. So it was, it was a, it's been a huge blessing. So. Oh, nice. So what, um, do you remember what the color was or I'm trying to picture what that would have been? What I actually did the first year, I was sort of like, well, I don't know if I want to commit to spending this much money on something like this. And so she, my friend used the six month journal. Yeah. Yeah. So I went ahead and I bought that, but because it was so new to me and so foreign, it was not something that I used necessarily monthly. I would yeah. go ahead and double up and did the month. So my first year was, oh my goodness, what color was it? I have it still. I have all of mine. It was like a 
creamy beige color. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, I and I think- used that in 2017. Uh, so that was whatever your, whatever the colors were that year. Yeah. So. I, I'm really glad you said that because I think, um, that is, we've heard that before. Like, um, you know, if somebody's going through like a newborn stage or whatever, like they'll spend the same, they'll pray for the same month, like three yeah. months in a row. They'd have a baby that year. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, and it's like, it's, it is, it's just cool to hear like, that is not a story of failure. And to know that like the, you know, your first year was like that. And like to see where you are now, I think is really powerful. And I know even my, the first the very first like prototype that I have, it doesn't even have a design on the cover. Um, I think the like second month or there was something where I was like, I didn't fill out anything. And you know, you just think like those blanks can all can Satan can use that to just put so much doubt in our minds about it. But if we don't let that stop us, this is, you know, this can be the result six years of consistent praying. And I, I just love, I'm glad you shared that. Yeah. How has using the prayer journal helped you grow in your prayer life? So it has pushed me to pray about things that I would otherwise likely forget, as I mentioned earlier. It allows me to be more intentional with specific prayer requests, um, especially from friends. And it has actually cultivated deeper, more meaningful relationships with these friends because not only they, I have one friend that uses this particular journal, the other friends do not, but they specifically ask as well for things to pray for, for me. So it's been really neat to have that, that more meaningful, deeper, um, gospel relationships with these friends. Yes. Yeah. Like you don't realize that the, your own, you know, like it's not just your own prayer life that's changes these friendships. Um, and I love that. And I think, you know, it's for some reason it's easier when you have like a journal journal where it's like, okay, I'm supposed to ask you about this in those early stages of just feeling like kind of uncomfortable. Like, is this going to be weird that I'm always asking them what I can pray <laughs> for? But, um, I think that yeah. kind of like, just the practicalness of it makes it like, no, I can ask them. I want to, I want to write that down in here and I want to have that. And then, you know, you can get over that hurdle and then like, you know, I don't know if it was like that for y'all, but I can imagine now it's like not a second thought about asking for prayer. And no, it's really not. And even the friends, the two, I have three in particular that we're very consistent uh, with praying for one another and the two who do not use the journal, um, I'm assuming they use some form of notebook or something, but they even will ask me sometimes if I'm behind for the month or whatever, they'll be asking me before I ask them, which is something that didn't happen at the beginning when I I had started asking them for their specific prayer request each month. So, yeah, no, that makes sense. I love that. Like your, the monthly flow, they, they can work with that too. They do. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) What has changed in your prayer life over the years? So this was an interesting thing to to think about. When I was single and in college, I used to actually, I had a journal and I would actually journal my entire prayers. So all my, my time leading up to meeting my husband, I was had what some would call older. Um, it was in my mid twenties when I met him. So all that time of praying for a godly spouse was all written out. (laughs) So literally all of it. I am not currently in that season 
for my life right now with praying, just to sit down with four kids and homeschooling and stuff, not being able to sit down and write out my entire prayer conversation. Um, So that's different for me now than what it used to be. But I can say that as I have matured and grown in God's word, my understanding of who he is and having a more accurate, accurate understanding of theology has actually transformed how I pray. Yes. And isn't that like, I know, I don't know who said it. I think it might've been A.W. Tozer, but he basically was like, you cannot learn to pray. Like he might've even said in a course, which is funny because we have a prayer course (laughs) and, um, you know, but, but I think his point was just that like, you are going to learn to pray actually praying and, so often we could just feel like we have to figure all of this out before we can pray. But that's just a beautiful example that like, you know, obviously we learn stuff along the way, but part of that is just digging in and not waiting till we know everything to start praying. Absolutely. Yes. What is something you're learning right now? So funny you should ask that. <laughs> I have um, started teaching at a Bible study that I've been a part of for the last, I'm in my sixth year of this Bible study. So I have done two teachings. We just finished the book of Daniel hmm. and Daniel prays a lot. Yeah. And ironically, I had the two teachings were chapters that were very focused on prayer. Um, so I would say something that God is really pressing on me, uh, especially this year has been my posture in prayer. I have not necessarily come to him in humility and asking and seeking, uh, for mercy and just trying to practice that more as I pray. And also in this Bible study that I've been in, and I've been on leadership for a long time with them, we practice the acts model of prayer mm-hmm. together. So just, just for me, it's been good that I sit down and I focus on who God is before I jump into the part that we all often just jump into, which is the uh, supplications and intercessory prayer which is very good and very necessary. But for me, it's just been my posture just, and I, and I really want to dig deeper into that throughout this next year of seeing how I can grow in that area of prayer. Yeah. I love that. Well, and that was my next question. In what ways do you long to keep growing your prayer life? To be more consistent, um, the one chapter of Daniel that I, I had to teach, uh, and obviously this is not prescriptive in scripture. We are, we're not commanded to pray three times a day, but yeah. just seeing that and seeing his example of that is to spend more time intentionally in prayer uh, throughout my day. Because as a mom, and homeschool mom, especially I'm very busy throughout my day. I can easily get distracted. And there, as I mentioned earlier, the, the quick prayers, I I do that often because sometimes goodness, I need to (laughs) with my kids home all day, every day, but just really taking time and carving time out in my day to even pulling this journal out and like looking at one particular page and like, okay, I'm going to focus when I get to the part of praying where I am interceding for others. This is the page and the people that I'm going to pray over right now. Um, because it can get overwhelming if you try to do every single person that you have committed to praying for oh, yeah. every single time you pray. Yeah. And so for me, just being able to be more consistent and intentional and learning that posture of humility as I come before him and 
really and truly, honestly, finishing and studying Daniel has put a longing in my heart to know God as Daniel did because, and he knew God through his study of God's word and in intentional time in prayer. I mean, he went, he, he left and went home to pray in the middle of the day. Yeah. (laughs) So for me, yes, just getting more intentional and consistent, um, in focused prayer. Yes. I, I love that you brought up Daniel because I think he's a cool example of, um, like I know in the book, I talk about like this idea of how we can like romanticize prayer and think that, you know, we wait for this feeling and if we don't have the feeling then we don't pray. And then if we're not praying, we're not going to develop the feeling often, but we're, we're waiting on something, but Daniel, he had that passion, but so often I just think I, you, you just have to wonder how much of that came from simply committing like a, you know, like a marriage, like how it gets more beautiful as you just stay faithful and you commit besides, you know, like beyond the, like, butterfly feeling in the beginning. And I just oh, yeah. think, um, I, I do love that you brought up Daniel. Cause I think he's a, he's a, he's a, a good example of how that, what that looks like as opposed to, I'm just trying to check off three prayers a day kind of thing. Right. So I right. love that. He had passion and it was, I mean, when he, when we get to the part where he goes to the lion's den, he's not a young man. He's been faithful, um, throughout his entire life. He's old when he gets to that point. And so it's, it's really neat to see someone who, in, in cultivating those practices while you're young, I think is very, yeah. if you are a believer and you were young, don't wait. Don't say, you know, if you're a mom and you have like all these young kids at home, don't, don't say, well, I'll, I'll do that when my kids are grown and older. No, we are to do it now and make those uh, practices part of our life, a consistent part of our life right now so that we can be faithful up until the end. Amen. Well, tell me one thing that you would maybe say to somebody who is on the fence about the journals or like just trying something new for their prayer life. Um, so often we could just feel stuck and like nothing is nothing is going to change that. What would you say to somebody who's maybe feeling on the fence about that? So I guess I would say when my friend um, introduced me to your company and your journals, I was basically kind of that way. And when I was thinking about it and like, well, you know, I don't think I want to commit to doing this thing for an entire year. Let's just try the six month one. So for someone who's really on the fence, I would recommend just trying it that way, just trying the the smaller journals so you don't necessarily mm-hmm. feel overwhelmed. And if after six months you feel it's awesome, then, you know, see about getting the the other bigger journal that you have that's that you offer now, but just really not being afraid to try something new. Cause ultimately what do you have to lose? If it doesn't work for you, you've not lost anything. You did, you tried something new, um, that could potentially transform the way that you pray for others. And I love the extra space of being able to, like, I actually use the conversation time for notes from sermons on Sunday mornings, oh, yeah. like being able to go back through and praying, God's word as I'm praying, like being able to see those notes from Sunday sermons and having the gratitude section of things to pray for as well. So it's, it's a lot that you can use and you can make it work for you and it doesn't have to be, it's not a one size fits all thing, if that makes sense. Yes. Yeah, no, I love that you said that. And it's so funny because, um, 
I, we feel like the composed journal, which is our six month, the small one, it's like, it, it can get forgotten or just seem like, okay, well I have to get the big one to like really get results. But the small one is the only one we had for two or three years. So like the, whenever I think back on the transformation that God did in my pregnancy with Vivi and those first six weeks after, like the joy that I had in a very unexpectedly joyful time. Um, and even those first few years, it's just a good reminder that like, this is, you know, it is smaller and, you know, not as flashy, but it definitely, you know, it's the same, it's the same concept. And, um, Yes, if you are on the fence, give give the smaller ones a try. And taking a small <laughs> step for something new is often what will give you the confidence to move. Not just, and I'm not just talking about the journal itself, but even with prayer, like just taking a small step and moving in the direction that you see as growing in prayer is powerful and it's it's it builds confidence. And so if it is something that you the tangible thing of these prayer journals, if you feel overwhelmed, taking the small step is not a bad thing. Yes. Yes. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for um, joining me today, Amanda. I really appreciate it. And I know your words will encourage many. Awesome. Thanks for having me.